E C three. I don't know how to put this, but are you ready for your moment of bliss? Say something. I'm gonna put it out there. If you like it, you can take it. If you don't, send it right back. I mean, look at you. You've got everything going for you. You know, you're young, you're good looking, and from what I've heard, you have a very large bank account. I mean, that thing's good. Which makes you a hot commodity. I want to be friends with it. But you know, I've noticed that you, you know, you've been playing a little hard to get. Raw and SmackDown. So, since I have you here in the flesh, I want to be on you. What's it gonna be, Raw? Let the games begin. Happy Galentine's Day. Fuck you and your toxic femininity. <laughs> Just trying to empower you. How dare you, a man, tell me how to be empowered. You and yes, empowered. I did just assume your gender. Wow. Like that picture mm. I sent you yesterday. The very, very gender assuming walls. Not cool. Mm-hmm. We'd have that shop shut down. Um... Bit of a, a different start this week. We got chatting. You might have heard of his work with OTT Wrestling, Sean Ryan. Uh, he does these insane high packages for OTT. This world-class stuff that like, you hear Dave Meltzer talking about and John Pollock and Jason Solomon and all these boys. Uh, so we said, you know what, he's Irish. He'd probably chat to us. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so we got on this thing, had a few tins and talked shit. Uh, I don't know how long it is because he literally just did it. it might be about 20 minutes so we'll play that here but like after that we have uh, redacted Fitz so Fitz is unaware of what happened in New Japan so we're going to tell him on air so redacted basically the end of New Japan show for anyone who saw it <laughs> um, we'll have like the AEW stuff uh, the leak schedule that's there the fact that Kenny says he can work New Japan also what the fuck's going on there and Michael Cole said he's never said no to Vince. I can't wait to get to that part. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dean Ambrose on about airports. There was Netflix stuff. Oh, and then Elimination Chamber, the Becky, Charlotte, Crack, all that sort of stuff. After these short messages. Everything you kind of wanted out of a friend. I think that's how he became best friends. Found out Walter was coming to the Threw it all away. There's no way I could forgive myself if I let that happen. I don't think Jordan understands really who I am. Sean Ryan. Yes. Sought after videographer. Videotographer? Videographer. Words. Video person. Video person in the European wrestling scene. What's the crack, man? How are you? I'm going great. Going great. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Good, good. Uh, nice, nice pint of Guinness there, which is well, looks tasty. 
lovely. It's lovely. You fit in well around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we said we'd get you on for the crack. Um, yeah. There's a lot of kind of um, getting a lot of attention on your work lately. How's that, how's that all going for you? It's fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's insane. Like I was, um, when we that uh, the Star of Devon video the other night, I was, I was in, on a job in uh, a film for Concern and it was like uh, I finished it probably around quarter past, like half nine, I think. And I was like just checking my phone and then it was like my phone just started fucking like hopping my thing and like I've never had like that many sort of like notifications before on my phone where it was like really, uh, I think I turned on the thing and it was like over 300 notifications on the thing and like every time I was like refreshing it then I kept on getting like um, more notes, it was like really, uh, yeah it was a bit much. Because <laughs> 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 then you got to like, because if anyone says anything to me, you got to like what they've said about you then but then like it was like oh my god there's too many things to, to actually go Everyone's through Everyone's liking me too much <laughs> no, but like you know that thing of like it's like yeah it was really uh i'm not used to it at all like you know so it was um yeah it was shocking it was shocking was it a bit like if you woke up hungover in some morning and then you see a load of messages on your phone and what have i done what have <laughs> <Yeah>. gone wrong <laughs> exactly, exactly. What did I say to Dave Meltzer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mad. It's insane. It's insane. Like, how did it all start? Like, uh, how did you get into this kind of line of work? Or I suppose like film work I've been doing for like years and years, and um, wrestling even like before that. Then like say uh, when I was growing up, like all I wanted to do was like be like a wrestler. So um, I think I was like fifteen when they opened like NWA Ireland. And I went and trained for like a year there. Um, and I just started having like like really bad issues with my knees that they kept on dislocating on me. Mm. So um, I had to stop wrestling, but my I had like a camera to film like matches and stuff. So I still just kept on doing like filming and editing and like would have done like backyard wrestling and stuff still afterwards and uh, would have learned how to edit by like making like packages of like our backyard wrestling. And that sort of stuff, like, and really, uh, like, got into editing then at that stage. And then I went to, like, college and hated college. I stopped for a few years. And then I think, like, DSLRs and all that sort of came out and became really sort of, like, accessible and feasible to make, like, cinematic content for relatively cheap. So I made, like, a film then and, like, a no-budget, like, feature film. Mm. And then from there, I got, like, a music video work and uh yeah like I, I made like a music video that went like viral so then from there on i was sort of grand just working doing music videos a lot really <laughs> um but yeah all sorts like it's sort of like editing is what i probably enjoy most but like you know it, it shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're saying like you'd ha- you had like the blizzards and ham sandwich and loads of people yeah like, yeah, for, yeah. yeah. A company with a friend of mine is crooked gentleman thing and uh me and jeff doyle own that together but it's like mainly music videos that we've made together but like really at that like it's it's everything and anything that we we can do you know like media wise and how different is it then you know compare are you comprising the the direction of the entire video then is that all down to yourself or like do the bands have to come in on that or oh well like say, usually you get sent like a, a song and then you 
listen to it, you're like, okay, what the fuck can we do with this? <laughs> you sort of, like, it goes, like, because you'd always have, like, sort of varying, like, budgets and stuff as well. So, like, you might have, like, like, you could have nothing or you could have, like, enough to do something with it. But, like, when you're listening to a song, you've got to keep that in mind that, like, okay, I can't just do anything with this. I have to figure out how I'm going to make it feasible within the budget that they have to make what I want to make. So, yeah. like, you know... I have closed Grafton Street for you. <laughs> <laughs> like you really have to like you're inside a box, but I think at that, but in that sort of way, like you can be more creative with like what you can do. Then like you have to sort of uh, use what's available to you to the, the best of your ability, you know. And how would you compare doing the music videos to like the wrestling shows? Like apart from lads diving out of the ring and having to avoid them, <laughs> I think like say. Uh, how much I enjoy doing the wrestling shows is like uh, I enjoy doing that more than uh, anything else to be honest like because like I it, running the company with Jeff like you, you don't really get like a chance to do many like passion projects or anything like that so you could be like working around the clock like a lot of times like I've worked like I think I've done like the longest shift I've done was probably around 26 hours Ooh, like, say, like, just like if you're going through like for like a fucking deadlines and stuff like that like you have to like kill yourself at times to sort of just make them so uh you don't like a lot of the time like then the idea of like oh i've got some spare time i'll go make that thing that i really want to make sort of disappears in the face of like i'm fucking bollocks now (laughs) (laughs) with a camera i don't want to do any editing at all i don't want to do anything like that but we i think we had just gotten new gear and uh i got in touch with joe and Scrapper Mania 4 was coming up and I was like I'd fucking uh, love to come and shoot at it if uh, if you'd have me type thing so uh, like I went and did it and like for me like when I was shooting that and when I was editing that like uh, highlight package of like that show like I think like it, it really felt like um, to me when I started making like films in that way that uh you're right. I just loved it so much. Like it sort of reminded me why why I started doing it and why I enjoyed doing it when I first began doing it. It reignited the interest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like when I'm getting to do all these things, like I'm like it was insane. Like because especially with even just like a background and wanting to do wrestling and stuff like that, you can sort of like live vicariously through them when they're doing those sort of things, just trying to get nice shots of it and stuff, you know, and just like. Uh, yeah, when I was running around that fucking show, like running around, like, <laughs> you're like, all over the place. Like heart was like thumping, and I was like so fucking happy doing it. Like, and it was like, um, like, and that's like been the same. Like, as I've gotten to do them, you know, and like I'm getting to do any of this sort of stuff, I'm like so happy to be doing it. And it really feels like full circle to me. That like gives me a great purpose and a narrative to my life. Like, if I was to be able to make like wrestling films um for for the rest of my life i feel like it would sort of connect everything that uh my sort of life like journey or whatever yeah, you know? yeah. so if wwe or AEW offered you offered you oh, a job right. <laughs> like i don't know i think like if i got like that contract in front of me i'd just like blow my brains out because <laughs> <laughs> like you really just peaked at that point you know like it would all definitely be downhill after that Ah, uh, they'd probably stick in NXT to show you how to use a camera. <laughs> Where's the hard cam? 
<laughs> like when when you were talking to Joe or an OTT, like what was the brief in terms of like the quality and what their idea was? Because the final product is is cinematic, like it's world class. I think I was like for for which which one the just any, like with the big the hype packages like Devlin Star like the. Yeah. Is this something they wanted, like a, a shareable kind of social media thing, or did they want the big? Like with the Devon Star one, then, um, like Redemption had happened, and I was shooting that Redemption, and usually I, for those big shows, I'd make like a, a highlight package of the of the night. But uh, I didn't know the fucking angle was happening. <laughs> I fucking lost my mind. Like I had like two cameras for that show, and on the second camera. You see my reaction, and like I fucking take like a double take, and I'm like, <laughs> and then like, like running, trying to get like say over, uh, you know, over Star's shoulder and over Devon, so I'd have like the perspective of both of them looking at each other. So instantly, I was like, I fucking I need to get that shit for the package that we're going to do for this. It's going to be great. And then um, like from that, like I didn't bother making like a package for the show because I was just like so excited about the. Uh, making like a, a hype package for the actual match. Mm-hmm. So I went and made like, um, I pretty much had like a full hype package that's not been used now. <laughs> <laughs> so I had like, uh, well, usually I put like a music bed down to whatever I do. And then from there, sort of have like the bits that we have footage for already. And then might put in like text in the black sort of gaps between stuff of what I'd like to put inside there, you know, for like, uh, like I always had like the rain thing, even in that like initial package that wasn't made. And like, I kept on thinking that like, uh, you know, it's like a Blade Runner line, the like lost like tears and rain, mm-hmm. type thing, you know, and then even like the, it was like the promotion of was it the uh, the Dark Knight Rises even you know you'd Bane and Batman it was a similar kind of uh, the rain and the black aesthetic the whole, the whole thing of like that song the the song that came out to, at a Haven for Monsters was uh, we belong mm. and the the line in that is like we belong to the night we belong to the thunder so I thought like that idea of like using all this lightning and sort of shit like that that it sort of fits into like a greater context of like the the feud as well so. I so, love that song and I never thought of that link. That is fantastic. <laughs> it's like, even like when they start, I thought like the, the idea of like, say, Walter being like a, a storm that sort of like consumes them. Mm. So like when, in that package, when the first time it goes to that thing, you know, where it talks about like obsession, like, and the thing glitches mm. in the background when it glitches, like there's a storm sort of coming in and then when he starts talking about redemption, that that section where Jordan starts talking about it, and the the last bit of like blue sky is just sort of taken away by the the storm, then then sort of like then you're fucking into it or whatever. So that was sort of the idea with that stuff, you know. That's fantastic. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's just, it's the small little details that you're like makes them. I think though. Um, I mean, the same with the likes of the the any of the Walter videos. The whole thing around he's this dominant he's this ruler all the imagery almost like the propaganda style stuff yeah how like how easy is it kind of when it comes to someone like walter how easy does having someone like that that i mean you don't have to portray how big of a monster this guy is how much easier does that make it for you to get across kind of how big 
of a challenge it is. I could have captured the emotion of it, if you get what I mean. I was like delighted. I was like fucking like, okay, this is Rocky Four, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That was my thing, even Drago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that's what I was thinking when I was going into it. I was like, you know, fucking, this is great. You have like this sort of character that's going to kill Apollo Creed now. Type <laughs> <laughs> How much do they let you know? You know, in terms of obviously, don't be giving away booking ideas or anything. Yeah, yeah. If you know anything, but like, how much are you briefed on? Is it kind of this is where we are, this is where we're going, and see what you can come like, up with? Or like, Joe's quite good. Like, he might get in touch and ask about stuff, but like, I'm sure he gets in touch with a lot of people and sort of just like gets feedback from people and what he thinks, like gets opinions, you know, and then like he'd make the decisions, you know. Oh, so, yeah. Um, like I didn't know the star. Devon thing was happening when it happened and I fucking lost my mind like, like, <laughs> that's amazing I'm like a fan that I can enjoy it then in that way as yeah. well like, so I'm not sure like it was... it's amazing how well you got everything there and you didn't know it was happening <laughs> like it came out so well you were like thank you that sort of thing as soon as I seen them I was like oh fuck I have to get like because like you know they were both looking at each other and I just thought it was so fucking yeah I thought it was fucking great like I was uh, I was losing but my mind. It over. came across like you had like a little earpiece in going Sean go to uh, <laughs> and, and point the camera at angle forty five <laughs> you know it was like, like the, the fucking it's just like pure luck as well like I didn't realize you know the, I have the the stuff of them backstage. Hmm. Oh, that, like, yeah, the perfect angle, the, the look they gave each other. Oh yeah. my god, like the fucking look of that, like is nuts. <laughs> I think, so, like, because I had gotten, say, if you, I think I'd gotten like one a session up uh, for the what weekend was it? I think the, I think it was the anniversary weekend, mm-hmm. and it was like her behind the curtain before she like bursts out. So I, I like, I really like that shot. So I wanted to get some more stuff like that, but I didn't know that uh, I'd be to work it into the story. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like when you see, you know, I know Jordan Devlin compared this video, the Devlin Star video, to Austin Rock for Mania Seventeen. Like, it's nuts. that's <laughs> how do you react to something like that? It's crazy. It's crazy. Because, like, I suppose I would have grown up like watching all those like patches and losing my mind. Like, I think that um, like Dave Sahadi, I think, done that one, and he'd be like my favorite like wrestling package director. You know, like I think like him doing like. You remember, like, Impact had that, like, great run of, like, all those sort of, like, cold opens to their shows. They'd have, like, your man's voice, you know, the Impact. You know that guy? That guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of those packages, I think they had gotten Sahadi at that stage. And those are ones I'd look and go, they're fucking dead, you know, because they have, like, all that stuff, you know, when, like, the satellites are fucking twisting and you'd have all those uh, fucking time lapses and stuff. Just, like, biblical sort of... And I'm pretty sure they had a lot of rain showers in them as well, similar enough to the Devlin one, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure there was an awful lot of rain showers yeah, in those exactly, as well. Exactly. <laughs> All this talk earlier about coming up with this idea and he stole it from Impact. Hey, next we'll see Hulk Hogan, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Like context for story, you know? I think like if you're using something like that and you're just putting it in somewhere where it doesn't belong, it's not really going to have the same impact as if something sits over where it benefits the story and it benefits the larger context of what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And those shots were fantastic. It actually really caps off the video nicely at the end as well. Yeah, I was fucking delighted. Like, even when I was filming, I was fucking screaming, like, laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
the goosebump moment there. I, like all the all the videos you put, I get goosebumps during every one of them. It's just the music behind it, whatever way you have it perfect. It's ah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and I was saying I said to the lads, it was they came out when we recorded last week, I think. Mm. They that, at the they were, would be known as the last episode, the technical difficulties episode. I was like, <laughs> typical. We've got this guy lined up now, and all of our computers are in shit. Nothing's working. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you see, Meltzer talking about it. That's just madness. Yeah, like, this is like, Joe had sent me like a clip, like um, for when the Osprey Walter one. And he had sent a clip like with Oscar with uh, Meltzer talking about it off the show. Mm. And like I, I literally cried when I got it. I was like, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Like, you know, like it's, it's um, insane, it's, you know? It's travelled. Like there's a lot of people, you know, you kind of uh, large following on uh, what, what people call wrestling Twitter are talking about it. You have, you know, Matthew Botchamania talking about it and everything. It's Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. It's mad. I like I was really worried as well because like I was shooting it, I was like, geez, lads, this is going to be quite long, I'd say, because there's like a lot of content in it, and then like it's better to have it than not having it. But like all the while, like I'm sort of thinking, you know, like people's like attention spans are so fucking mm. small these days for like online videos, especially for if you're doing like promos for companies and stuff. Like if you're anything over like two and a half minutes, usually like people click on it. So I was like releasing this like fucking seven and a half minute thing that fucking shit loads of work into and nobody's gonna watch it like oh no like, the sort of like fear you know so like when i seen like the reaction that like it did get like i was fucking like i was like over the moon you know it's like the, not only like uh are people giving it a chance but like the the whole thing of like the time like that they're giving to it is like in, inconsequential like it, it like was viewed more times than any of the other packages that i've made for, for OTT, mm, so. twenty thousand views at the moment on YouTube. Yeah, and plenty more on Twitter. It's crazy, it's crazy. Like, There's probably a hundred of them are on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did three back to back. But even I showed it to the missus as well, and like she would have no interest really outside of Finn Balor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like she was like, "Oh, I hate this guy." You know, who is this guy? Why did he screw over that other Irish guy? <laughs> no, it was like she got into it. Like she just got into it. It was it was a simply told story and well executed, and it was great. It was really, really good. I, thought, like, I think they were both fucking fantastic in it. I think, like, Star, like, I think he's probably, like, one of the best actors I think I've ever mm. seen in my life. Like, I think he's... Uh, yeah, and the delivery, he was just so cold about oh, everything. Geez, like, just yeah. not even, like... Because like it probably doesn't come across in the music, but uh, Reese are like uh, minute things like when as it's going on, he starts like rolling his R's more like the Joker type thing or whatever, and it's just like this is fucking. It probably gets lost in the music and stuff with it in the background, but uh, he says like Tim Thatcher. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking so good, like. You know? <laughs> And, but uh, even you had the thing with Jordan as well, like going, I, I probably should have taken that match more seriously. And he kind of has that little bit of regret. Like, they're very good actors, the two of them. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, how much input did they have into it, at, or like, if any? Or... Like, like, they were doing, like, say, I think the only thing I'd said before we shot the interviews is that, like, um, I, I wanted it to be like a journey type thing. So I'd said, like, because we had gone from, like, him fucking, like, Wild Drive and Scotty and. Uh, Captain Sexy type thing and like, you know, like reach <laughs> so I just didn't want to start the interviews hot and 
heavy type thing that I'd like it to be. Uh, um, like when you're talking about your friendship, like to have that be like a, a friendly sort of way of speaking about it. So like the audience would take that same journey, but like those lads are like, oh, fucking, like who might tell them how to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, True. Fucking great, like, you know, so. Um, well, it was yeah. similar with Osprey as well in the Walter video with Osprey yeah. Walter, where he, he was talking about bringing the title out at the Tokyo Dome and everything. And uh, just, yeah, yeah. oh, it's so oh, good. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like stuff like that, like, I'm delighted to have because I'm like, oh, brilliant. We can, like, I'm as a fan myself, I'm just like, yeah, fucking, this is great. I'm delighted with this. <laughs> I can influence the way things go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that I'd enjoy, you know? It's like brilliant that, like, other people enjoy it then as well. That's, uh, it's not just, like, if nobody was watching it and enjoying it, I wouldn't get to make them, you know? So like, it's just the fact that, like, I enjoy making them and people enjoy watching them. It's uh, it's great because I get to make more of them then as well. So. It's a good thing. Um, and Nicky, you'd mentioned as well the you'd done videos for Riptide in the UK. Yeah, I'd done over to shoot like a highlight video for a show, the like a Blackwater show, which is fucking great. Like the the I, I think the Riptide style stuff looks incredible, and the guys who run it are lovely. Like so, I'd love to do more of that. You know, in the future. There's a show in uh, MetLife Stadium. Um, <laughs> <laughs> start of April there. <laughs> so there's one more little video to come. Coming tomorrow. We're not going to ask for spoilers or anything, but uh, that's something to look forward to every, for everyone anyways before we yeah. go to the weekend. I can't give anything away. Of course not. Of course not. We wouldn't even ask. I'm really cautious about what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, no man, the videos are unbelievable. It's yeah, there's it is it is WWE quality. It really is like an, it's, don't, it's don't be selling WWE. don't sell the man short. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yes, and then we have on Sundays OTT Homecoming National Basketball Arena, and I believe I believe tickets are still on sale as well. Actually, yeah, are you lads coming? Oh yes. Ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Front row. Yeah, as, as always. As always. <laughs> I'll be there for Scrapper Mania. Yeah. I'm, I'm what people call the blow-in. I go to the big shows. <laughs> like the big, big show. I've got a mate coming home, actually, from America. He's going to go as well. He's never been to an OTT show, so it should be a bit of crack. So looking forward to that. And where can people follow you? All that sort of stuff. Where can they find your work? On Twitter, as uh, Sean O'Brien, or uh, my company's Crooked Gentleman. So I think that's probably the the main one to see everything that we do that's not just wrestling stuff but like all the music videos and stuff as well so very good thanks for coming on man no, we really appreciate it hey guys thank you thank you no bother dude thanks man cheers Sean. cheers guys kind of wanted out of a friend I think that's how we became best friends found out Walter was coming what a sound fucker <laughs> legend oh yeah sound yeah uh, he oh that was great crack really good crack with him um yeah his sound obviously he was just on a, a laptop mic so you'll have to forgive that so what can you do but um good crack is interesting insight into how he gets the job done exactly no definitely really interesting and great like i can't wait to see what more stuff he comes out with because like every single video seems to be better than the last so i don't know how he's going to top that definitely <laughs> he's releasing a full feature length fucking 90 minute film like <laughs> They need, at the end of this whole feud, this three of this 
feud between uh, Walter Devlin, Star, all that. Then there needs to be some sort of DVD released, so he could literally do a full length movie. Bro. Like, it's true. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Even hearing him talk about some of the like the finer details around the stuff of uh, Lincoln Pat Benatar, the whole thing of the storm and everything. Mm-hmm. It just to hear the detail of what he goes to with these sort of things was fantastic. I love that so side much, of things. Like so much thought being put into them. Like, just, but crazy. I said it straight out to him going, I thought you were doing the Batman and Bane thing from the <laughs> the, the rain and the... St-. It was like, no, is this insanely complicated or not? Or is it insanely complex, nuanced thing that you didn't get? Oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> See why they hired you. <laughs> so many layers to it. It's like cutting yeah, back an onion. Oh man, he was he was good crack. Um, you can follow him at Sean O'Brien on Twitter. Um, but Make yeah. sure to check out Crooked Gentleman as well. Yeah, his production company. Um, as you can see, insane work, and you can find all the wrestling related stuff on the OTT YouTube channel. Um, nobody's doing it better, even WWE. Nobody, nobody at all. Apart from that guy who's putting 90s pop songs onto the Austin Rock <laughs> intro. <laughs> I remember going, he's going to do Kiss from a Rose, which, as we know, is the greatest song ever written. And there I, it was yesterday. <laughs> no, Steve, I don't want you to at me on this, but I still think the Backstreet Boys one fits slightly better. It does. It definitely, I will not at you on that. But I will say Kiss from a Rose is a better song. It, it is a cracking song. I'm waiting for I Believe I Can Fly. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But uh, when uh, we have our Kelly on it in this, uh, oh no, toxic, She's... toxic world at the moment. Uh, Fitz, unaware of the New Japan news, uh, we have ourselves a new IWGP champion, Fitz. Jay White of the heavyweight variety. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, you called that, Steve. Did you? I did. I you said, said this straight exactly up. Exactly was going to happen. Yeah, it made total sense. Um, I said he wouldn't defend wrestling, it. so it makes no sense. It does in New Japan. Um, stories that they do sometimes are easily telegraphed, but yeah, I just figured the way New Year's Dash went, where they talked about how he's over the hill and all that, and I know it sounded at the time a little cliched to talk about, but it just seemed, you know, they had Tanahashi limp into the in fruit through the ropes and everything. Just felt like, you know, he's not going to defend the title. Yeah, mm, good match too. Be interested to see what they get, what match we get at Super Show from this now with Hilmus Champ because I'm assuming he's headlining now. The oh, story yeah. was that it was Kenny and Okada was the match for the Madison Square Garden show, so I assume mm. Okada and Jay White makes sense. Next, yeah. forget it's next logical place to go with the story because the, it's the feud's already there built. Like, so but yeah, are they are they one of one in their feud? Did Okada beat him in the G1 last year, didn't he? No, Jay White, Jay White bet him. Jay is 2-0. They're not going to have him go 3-0. Has this literally all been done to put the title on Okada? Has he beaten him twice? They beat him at Wrestle Kingdom, didn't they? That's right. Sorry. Yeah, of course. Of course. Are they really going to put, are they really doing all this just so they can put the title back on Okada? I don't see it. I think the the rocket strapped Jay White here. I hope so, but I think it'd be weird to see him go 3-0 over over what we thought would be the new ace. Unless it'd be Naito. Unless they Mm. put Tanahashi back in there again. Rematch. Mm, I'd say it'd be unlike them. Yeah. Like it's an it, interesting but, one. Know, but they're kind of in a. Gonna, you're not going to bury Okada like that. No. Uh, they're in a bit of a state of flux. They've uh, they've had lost a lot of people recently. <laughs> yeah. Do um, they go Jay White against Kenny? Oh, since Kenny, Kenny, we were going to get, we get, get there. Yeah, yeah. We'll cover it now. Yeah. So Kenny apparently has said 
to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, I believe, that he had it inserted into his contract that he can work in New Japan when required or when he feels like it. Which I assume was Dakota Ibushi singles match at Wrestle Kingdom next year. Yeah, <laughs> He had that put in. What's he signed? A four-year deal or a three-year deal or something, Kenny? Kenny's four years uh, four years with AEW and Kota Ibushi apparently signed a, do- a two-year deal with New Japan. Yeah. Exclusive as well, isn't yeah. it? Which he doesn't do contracts. Kota Ibushi has never seen a piece of paper. At, at, the, mo- at, the, at the moment, Gordo doesn't do contracts either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he becomes the fourth youngest champion at 26 years old. It's insane. He's so damn good. I he's heard people so saying he's bland. And I'm like, if you think he's bland, you're just not watch it. You haven't watched what he's done over the last year. A lot of people don't, aren't liking it. I don't. I don't see why. I can see why there's a lot of people they wouldn't like. But this, the gimmick's a bit weak. It the breed with the switchblade thing is a bit stupid. But I mean, it's not the worst out there. But if you look at the whole story of him over the last. 18 months though like the whole the, the catchphrase is yeah it's terrible. shit but you also have to bear in mind it's a, it's a catchphrase in a market where english isn't the first language yeah in yeah. fair all their catchphrases are pretty bad i love i love Tanhag. yeah he's, he's no bugenhagen <laughs> oh, two weeks in a row we talked about him oh we probably should explain what happened last week <laughs> we didn't even tweet it out because I was I offended myself with the state that thing was in so we recorded everything everything sounded beautiful the people we had J-Dog didn't tell us that it sounded like arse when it went out <laughs> so everything was fine to us because we were listening to Discord I believe we're yes. on yeah, yeah. Um, but when it went through Mixler it was my mic was fine as you would have heard but the rest of the lads sounded robotic and distant so I spent three and a half years trying to fix that afterwards. <laughs> Lad said it was all right. I don't know. I didn't really care for it. Uh, but everything should be fine now. Oh, we're back to normal now. So. Jinx. But next week we're doing <laughs> it again. We're trying I spent, again. Yeah. No, it's done. We know we spent all weekend testing it. It's done. If it doesn't work, we're staying with Hangouts. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not risking this again. Production. Uh, yeah. We do these things on the air. It's 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 where the fun is. Um, we haven't chatted about the the rally and the AEW rally from last weekend, where they unveiled some signings and all that. Like, what did you make of that? Fit? Really, really enjoyed it. Like, we're, you're coming from a a very low standard from the first shit show that they did, where the production qualities was terrible, sound quality was terrible, damn near everything was terrible about the first one. Um. They still had the annoying fucking Conrad, what the fuck his name is. Conrad's and... fine. It was the other guy who was the fucking annoying no, one. No, nah, I'm done with Bodum. Bodum can jump off a cliff for all I care. <laughs> Con- Conrad seems hokey, fucking late noughties TNA to a point where I don't want to have to hear him. Yeah, yeah. and the, after the, the debacle last year with Starcast and to come in May, uh, he just, to me, there's only negatives with him around. Yep. I just exactly. see him as someone who bleeds money out of people, which I might have a quick one on here. Did you see the premium packages for uh, All In? What's it called? Double or nothing? I have not a chance. No. I've been a busy man this week. The VIP package, uh, nine, basically $1,000. Um, two Starcast Platinum wristbands, which I assume is access all areas or whatever. 
uh, two double or nothing lower bowls tickets and two tickets to the official after party for $1,000. Where do you have to queue up to get your complimentary reach around? <laughs> I was going to say, um, this, I was listening to one of the Patreon episodes of Wrestling Super earlier. They talked about this, so I thought I'd steal the idea slightly, but just because it'll be out there. The WrestleMania package, the bronze package, the most comparable price is a thousand dollars. Or sorry, eleven hundred and seventy-five is the closest one to it, which will get you WrestleMania ticket, Hall of Fame ticket, Raw, SmackDown, Takeover, uh, unlimited ride Metro card for around the city, and five nights in a hotel. Won't include SmackDown that one, but anyway. Yeah, that says it right here. SmackDown Live ticket. If you go into the overall price, I guarantee you that's. Do they do a package with SmackDown or without SmackDown? So the cheaper one will be the one without SmackDown. Well, that's what it says here with bronze. Um, but I mean, okay, if you want to take SmackDown still, out, but still, it's, it's a lot better of a package. <laughs> yeah. Still, if you look at the SmackDown ticket, add 50 quid onto it. The, but the five nights in a hotel is insane. Yeah, oh, yeah. A free metro ticket. I think people are overlooking though people are overlooking one thing when it comes to hotels though in Vegas hotels are quite cheap yeah because they're all subsidized by casinos Mm, true Uh, as a man who's gone to Vegas twice oh sorry this Uh, has an access ticket as well usually has two access sessions those two access tickets yeah yeah Yeah. plus you've also to remember that the WWE packages they they buy in bulk effectively so are they selling bulk so the more people that buy all these packages the cheaper it is for everybody Whereas with the all in two or double or nothing, you, you won't have that level of bulk buying. So the prices for things will be more expensive anyway. Not to the same degree where you're getting done up the jacksy with no loot, but <laughs> But that's you know, that, that's not even the whole thing. Like you've you pay your thousand dollars and then you have to pay to talk to people. You know, if they had this deal with the podcasters last year. Oh yeah. They wanted they... us so bad over there, but we <laughs> just weren't gonna pay. I'd I'd imagine the platinum band has to include all that in it though because there's no way like that the repackage you mentioned do, doesn't have any no like no, the no. vip meet and greets around on no. the thing they're all extra and no this is just the as in a fan attending you mm. go to starcast but if it's if it's the same as last year where it's you know it's a free-for-all whatever um but you're paying for autographs you're paying for all this sort of stuff it seems i don't know i can't be alone in thinking it's a bit steep and that's it's it's the same thing wrestlecon on a mania weekend like it's it's the same if you go in the same thing you get you pay your entry fee to get in and then every if you want to actually get autographs or talk to people it's pay extra for every single person it's the way all these conventions work it's it's not just unique mm-hmm. to them it's just the way they've always worked yeah i don't know I don't know, Conrad, man. It, it just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> the, way the way I look at this, the way I look at it, and I, I know I kind of half talked to you about it. I'm more, I'm more in on AEW after this rally, but I'm more still. In, are you are you all in yet? No, more in, more <laughs> in, not all in yet. Um, but I still think I'm all out on Starcast. Oh God, gotcha. oh completely. This look to be fair, like you can look at it one of two ways you can look at it as an overall thing that they're all that they're interlinked and intertwined to a to a degree to which they are or you can look at it from the point of view as okay there's wrestling fans that'll want to go to the actual wrestling show and then there's wrestling marks that'll just fucking spend as much money as they can on these sort of things and will happily go to starcast and spend as much as you want as well over there you don't have to do both you can do one or the other so you can be a wrestling fan and go to the show and enjoy the show at a reasonable price and not have to do the the scam cast yeah yeah, you'll find me in the casino. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be. Machine. 
Uh, <laughs> no, that's a bit of a walk. That's from about a 15-minute walk off the strip. Um, it'd be worth it. That fucking slot machine is fantastic. But I'd be across the road in Excalibur, literally right across the corner from it. Uh, good place to be. Anyone that does listen to this that goes, avoid the Irish bar in New York, New York. It's shit. <laughs> those are fake arms it is the most watered down pint of cider I've had in my fucking life hey um, as, nobody it's a can of cider <laughs> you had uh, the best friends Lucha Bros Kenny all sorts of people unveiled and not one of them not one of them threw another one in the pool mm. why Still was has. the pool even there I, I had the theory of this they were planning on using the pool but because it was so fucking cold, no one will agree to go in it. <laughs> ah, That's the whole point. Crisis Jericho. They I don't have to out. agree. It's a fight, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's even more of a reason to do it. Kayfabe is still alive. <laughs> the bit at the end where Kenny was walking along the edge of the pool, I was like, oh man, I'm such an arsehole. I definitely would have pushed him. <laughs> I mean, like, half his foot was in the pool at one point. You're going, uh, if I'm standing behind someone, I can give him a little shoulder. <laughs> I can't believe you just pushed Kenny Omega in the pool. What's wrong with you? God. I can't believe you didn't. <laughs> someone, try, someone tried to throw a t-shirt across it and made a fucking hames of it and it landed yeah. in the pool. Like. Yeah, it was... Um, oh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. came out at the beginning. Sonny... Something? Yes. Oh. Exolicious is his name from uh, Lucha Underground, isn't it? Yes. Oh, fuck me if I can think of his name. Uh, well, I think it's Sonny Bill Williams. It's not Sonny Bill. <laughs> it's sunny oh, something sunny kiss is it yes yes, yes. sounds right yeah. yeah and then you had the first ever so stephanie's kicking herself she is kicking herself <laughs> first ever trans wrestler to appear on a major promotion which you know i mean they were jumping the gun there at the moment it is a t-shirt company i mean i stand by that <laughs> <laughs> until the show it's yeah, <laughs> a successful one. <laughs> uh, my brother sent me a, a picture today. He bought three of the t-shirts. I'm like, what is going on here? What? Yeah. Well, it's the elite t-shirts. He bought the Kenny, Cody, and the uh, <coughs> the AEW is Jericho one, which is a I nice shirt. I can't say much now. I've this week completed my collection of pop vinyls. I have my Kenny Omega, my Cody, and my two sets of Young Bucks two of them there's two different types of young bucks i'd like to talk to you about buying a travel pack (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel about having a wristband premium wristbands and the after party with a load of lads who don't drink if i get my complimentary reach around i'll be there (laughs) you get to see why hangman page is called hangman (laughs) hashtag hungman Uh, it's a a shame he's got a big penis (laughs) <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of annoyed though they can't get the likes of Joey Ryan out of his fucking yeah. neutral contract I mean because they'd snap him up in a heartbeat yeah the the thing actually just while you're on that Meltzer had also said I saw a clip posted on Twitter about it um, that obviously he's in on it and he's on the payroll or whatever the hell is going on uh, there's people that are signed that aren't announced people that he described as you wouldn't have heard of on six figure salaries I'm looking at that going, AEW has gone straight to the late WCW business model. <laughs> um, is he talking talent in front of the camera or is he talking uh, talent Wrestlers, talent yeah. yeah. Six, figure, six, figure car- six figure guys and we apparently have never heard of them or may not have heard of them. thing is though, they're treating, they're treating these as employees insofar as they're locking them down. I mean, if it's, if it's someone that's not going to get 
outside of the US. If it's someone that's not going to get themselves an Omega style deal, you know why yeah. they they kind of have to throw that bit of extra money at them. Yeah. Mm. Um, couple of people giving them jip online though. Um, Nick Jackson had tweeted out, you know, like, uh, oh, now is you know exciting time for a challenge and blah blah blah. And a guy tweets him back. It's like challenge. He's going to be AEW World Champion in main event every single time. If he wanted the challenge, he could have gone to WWE. Now that's an interesting one. The challenge in that, you know, he'll have a nice little run there for six weeks, and then he's wrestling Apollo Cruz. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the thing he said. Uh, we're trying to give people the first wrestling alternative in two in two decades, and the easy way out for him was to go become a millionaire in WWE. I think pretty sure he's become a millionaire already, I'd or say he's so. close enough to it. <laughs> I'd uh, say he's he, a millionaire already. Well, he if he isn't, he is now. <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah. Executive it's, producer and all. Executive producer, no, uh, vice executive president. Vice president. Executive vice president. Just call them junior vice presidents, okay? Can we have the Simpsons <laughs> thing go on? Everyone's junior vice president. Um, no, because then they're stealing our bit. Yeah, that's our thing. We steal people's bits. That's (laughs) our word for making fun of you. We need it. Um, But yeah, the schedule is leaked as well. A supposed schedule. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. uh, May 25th, obviously, double or nothing. June, you've got some US show. June and July, there's a show uh, each each month. Then there's one in Jacksonville in July for gun violence victims. It's the one they they announced at the press conference, first one. The interesting one for us is August 2019, apparently Royal Albert Hall, London. That is a great venue. It's a it's an amazing venue, but I, don't I wonder know, if I thought it'd go bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Think they go to O2 if they're wanting to go that big. But Yeah, well, after today, they need to rethink the strategy of these small buildings, clearly. Now, maybe the argument has been, well, they wanted a small enough building so they'd sell out and look a lot better to advertisers and potential TV uh, companies that we've got these sellout shows. But clearly they can fill bigger buildings, mm. which is amazing to me. I didn't four, think this was Four minutes sold out today. Like, Fuck me. That's, that was the, the pre-sale was 16 minutes that sold out, I think. So it was 20 minutes total is what I took overall if you count the pre-sale and the regular so Okay, I, we may have underestimated Royal Albert Hall. Go on. Five five thousand two hundred and sixty seven seat capacity apparently. We were there, it didn't seem that big. Oh, although they're gonna factor in floor seats. Which True. a good chunk of the floor is gonna be taken up by that. So I mean you're still probably looking at remember three thousand ish. Depends on Total. what type of site you have set up. Yeah. Total. It's saying here it can it can it has a capacity of up to five thousand two hundred and sixty seven. Well they'll fill that pretty quick. Um but this MGM Grand we were looking at nearly 20, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's US though as well. Oh, yeah, I suppose. But It's hard. Like, maybe for being their first one outside of the US, they might be being a bit conservative. Playing it like, like New Japan with their tiny show there. And <laughs> yeah. Looking... In Jim's back garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and still pulled in more people than Ring of Honor could. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that was not anymore, it seems. The, the, the latest shows didn't sell very well in the Cow Palace, and the card for the new show they're doing, oh my God. Well, at first, that, yeah. Was that there was reasons for that. Yeah, it was a bit. Trump is in the pocket of Vince McMahon, as we know. <laughs> <laughs> he would allow visas. Um, uh, the... shut down government just to fuck over the new Japs. <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned September for All In 2. 
or All Out is what it's being described as, or what the name is. And then October is TV. That's going to be the making or breaking. If they mm-hmm. get a good TV, TV deal, that should be fine. If they don't, they could be in be trouble. Fair, that timeline makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you look at it as not just a leak, if you look at it as a potential truth, effectively, makes sense. That's a good time to be hitting TV as well, coming into the winter months when people will be watching more TV, possibly. So, And you know what else happens in October? Got Vince McMahon's got his uh, new TV deals as well. Mm-hmm. They're jumping to Friday. There's no football on Tuesdays. If they do Tuesday, well, yeah, the market's wide open. That was the whole thing. Tuesday night dynamite. Tuesday night dynamite. Only yeah. thing is, what night will the XFL go out? Oh fuck! I mean, they can't compete now with two hundred five live. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on Thursday, is there? It's probably have something on Thursday. This I just don't know. Miss and Misses is that day? Is ah, it? That's oh, Tuesday. I so. guarantee you, more people watch that than the fucking <laughs> XFL. No, to- total Canalises will be debut. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, See, Ruby Wright is, or not Ruby Wright, uh, Sonia Deville is on the new season of uh, Total Divas. Yeah, they kicked Rusev and Lana off. Lana and Rusev are gone, and Sonia Deville is, is so, for um, that diversity les, lesser uh, angle. But, but there's also the fact that it, technically Lana has a learning disability, and there was an angle that they had shot for it that they were apparently going to air during this season, and now they're not airing it at all. Ooh. So she's not yeah. too happy about that. Cultaholic also reporting that Ronda Rousey is set to be on the next season of Total Divas. Ash job. That, that'll get the ratings. That's smart. That's a it's, smart move. The show is uh, dying, but, though, isn't it? That that might just, bump it up, though. Yeah, but it'll hurt oh. her. If, she, if she's taking a break, it keeps her relevant. No, that, that was another thing that came out, that the Ronda thing, she is taking a break. Uh, I can't remember where I read it. It was somewhere reputable anyway. I wouldn't bring it up otherwise. Ringside um, name, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slice. Sean Rossap's good friends with Slice. <laughs> I think it might have actually been Sean Rossap, to be honest. Or was that or The Observer Torch or somewhere? Um, but yeah, that she is gone um, after Mania. They're back for Survivor Series at the earliest. It was Fightful, actually. It was. It was on one of their podcasts. Hmm. Survivor Series? That doesn't make sense if there's childbirth But Fitz. It's the one time a year <laughs> <laughs> when people from Total Divas and Total Canellises will be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, big Tony. Tony Khan was talking about, I think he was also on the same show on the Observer Radio. And he compared, or what he's hoping for the women's division in AEW would be like the WCW cruiserweight division. I mean, that's a big ask. You're talking psychosis, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. You, you got to aim high with these things. I, you do. I'm assuming he means more so reinventing the whole set of division rather than making it a cruiserweight division. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, in that it's the attraction. Yeah. In that it's the exciting yeah, it's, attraction, yeah. Uh, that's what you should the, be aiming for, though. Joshy talent and all that sort of stuff. That's a good deal. If they bring in Joshy talent, that's... Because a lot of people in the US markets won't have seen any of them. And yeah. they're fucking awesome. Um, do WWE have some sort of a deal with stardom? Because they keep hiring everyone from stardom. Nope, they're just hiring people. There's no deal there. Why don't you have a AAA type agreement with them? Mm. Bring them in. We get Martina in through that. <laughs> oh, yes. It's Os- Osprey's misses in as well. Uh, That's true, yeah. That's one way to go about it. 
and it'll save them a few quid as well if they have an agreement with the company rather than signing all these people. <laughs> um, the interesting one is Lucha Bros, uh, Phoenix and um, Pentagon, in that it's not an exclusive deal. It's like, how is that going to work? I'm guessing it's potentially tied to some of their Mexican stuff. Yeah, they were the way they were saying announcing people was interesting. Some people were saying they will be at double or nothing. Other people were saying they've signed. So it's yeah, it's to see who's who's doing what for for that part. Uh, Lucha Bros have definitely signed some sort of a deal. Yeah, just waiting for their impact deals to expire. I'd say, and then they'll get out the the Lucha deals will be the more awkward ones to get out of. I'd say. Oh man, they haven't been hamstrung like Ricochet was. I mean, they've been able to be on national TV. Yeah, there's still a mm. class action lawsuit in, though, at the moment. Um, That's why I'm lost in this. I don't understand where they work anymore. They're everywhere. Like. I think they're. I think Impact and Lucha have a deal. So I think they're still technically contracted to Lucha, but because they have the deal with Impact, that's why they're able to be on Impact. So but, at the end of the day, Lucha is the problem. It's, I, I, this, from my understanding, I could be wrong. No, just yeah. as in spitballing. Yeah. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. Well, listen, the part of the thing, like Pentagon doesn't go as Pentagon Junior outside of Lucha. Yeah, he's Pentagon as the OM. Yeah. Yeah. And like Phoenix, he, he still technically goes as Ray Phoenix, doesn't he? Mm. So there, and he's just Phoenix in Lucha. So he's mm. sort of Cody tweaking not the names. Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. Cody Not Rhodes and <laughs> all that sort of. Jake Hager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's. Well, why can't we see Ryan Joey on TV then? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, who's it? King Cuerno has the lawsuit in, and I would not be surprised if Eva Lee is part of that as oh, well. Oh, definitely, she screwed royally because she would be signed, be yeah. it NXT, fucking two hundred five live, wherever the fuck, put her anywhere. And if you want to do intergender stuff, she's done so much. Oh, of it. oh yeah. I'd want to do the. I want to do intergender <laughs> stuff with Eva Lee. Uh, but no, like she's yeah. had, she had some great matches. She had a match with Pentagon, and it was a fucking cracking match. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's someone she would. She, as soon as her contract is freed, she's getting contracts thrown at her, among other things. Why yeah. is Angelico not been signed yet? This is hurting me. Bring everyone else. So as soon as I won't be and, and Helico versus the best belt machine, Buddy Murphy is happening soon. Fitz. Okay. <laughs> Who? Uh, but Buddy Murphy. Um, he's definitely yeah. under two hundred and five pounds. He's definitely one hundred percent under two hundred. One of his pounds. arms is about one hundred and three. <laughs> so, um, but this is another thing they come up on the Melzer thing. The the kind of not a bidding war, more just the chat after Wrestle Kingdom between Ring of Honor, AEW, New Japan hashing out a deal. And Kenny described um, how he offers them table from say Vince from AEW and New Japan, and New Japan put on the worst offer. He said the weakest offer of the three to quote him. Doesn't surprise me though as well. Yeah. And I know I know he's been there a long time, but the other two want him more. Financial backing as well. Yeah. Can they I actually mean, afford to throw that money at him because everyone else will want it then? It's it's a huge loss to their expansion. Huh? The nurses are getting paid now and everyone will want to fake and pay. Oh, they'll all be out now in the streets. The bus drivers yeah. will be at it again now. New Japan, bus drivers. Huh? New Japan do not want all of Bullet Club turning their block party into a fucking picket for more pay, all right? <laughs> Jay J- White just out there with a megaphone saying, okay, let's breathe. Breathe with the, sli- the switchblade. <laughs> Hey, Tamatonga, whatever he wants, don't ever let him leave. <laughs> Do you see that thing last week where he's trying to be a good guy? 
he didn't want to attack the guy that they were beating up. <laughs> so uh, I can't remember who whipped him. Was it Chase Owens whipped him into the corner and he starts screaming, no, no, I'm trying to be a good guy. <laughs> so good. Um, um, he's a bad guy again now, though. He's a bad guy again. Yeah, He's a good bad guy, apparently. Good bad guy, yeah. Um, that didn't last long. But he tried <laughs> and that's all that matters. Um, Jericho Cruz too. Cruz Harder. Is, uh, <laughs> uh, that's happening again in January. Uh, yeah, so Miami, same again, I think. Miami to the Bahamas and mm-hmm. all elite are in on the, they'll be the ring of honor of the piece. Oh, you expect that. It'll be a pay-per-view show on a cruise boat. Ooh, that could be interesting. I didn't even that's know you try idea, that. But why not? Go for it. They uh, have Dalton. theaters and these shit like so. Dude, Dalton Castle's video uh, is very good on, on that. I meant to send it on to you. What's it he calling it? Peacock Planet. It's very good. Being the Elite-esque. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet now. but it's, it's very good. It's like the early days of Being the Elite where it was just about traveling around the place. But it's just him and Matt Taven and a few of the lads from the kingdom just kicking it. And the boys. There's one where they walk into a shopping mall and there's two escalators either side. So he walks in and the two boys just sprint up the stairs and he's going, oh, lost my boys again. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing about having boys. Um, Michael Cole, did you read this one? No, this is, a, you put this in the script, right? Yeah, I've, in this. I, this was in here just to fill stuff if I, if I had time to talk about it. But he's revealed that he's never turned down anything pitched by the company out of respect for the McMahon family. And they're willing to do everything on screen. And that's why we have... This explains a lot. Yeah. This <laughs> explains so much. This... And he talks about all sorts of shit that they had to do. You know, I've never said no. Blah, 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 blah. But that's why. This is why the commentary is so utterly horrendous. And he directs the com- all the commentators. Yep. Does he still? Oh, yeah. He's, he's the head of all the commentary, yeah. He's backstage at TakeOver. So he's directing Jesus. I wonder how much Morrow is like, hey, I work for Showtime, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia. Shag off. Um Yeah. That makes yeah. no sense though. Makes total sense. Like it does. No, it you... sense. I mean everything he's stupid he's done over the years, like so anyone else would have said no to that. Heidenreich, the coal mine. <laughs> coal miners but he mentioned that like the drop in the heel character when Jerry Lawler had the heart attack and all that mm. um, but yeah it seemed to explain a hell of a lot as to these stupid phrases they keep saying Raw is, con- is Raw will continue Seth Rollins is rolling all this sort of shit that never stops boss time it's boss time if I can find this later I'll throw it in here the extraordinary <laughs> man who does extraordinary things I can't wait to hear what he comes up with for Lacey Evans <laughs> my girl Lacey Evans uh, <laughs> she's gone already I haven't seen her since the rumble <laughs> she's backstage teaching Evan how to be a lady ah okay like a she lady, was act like a lady I think she's on main event or something last week or I saw, oh, okay. I saw a clip or something she's on one of them off to a great start. Has <laughs> been Zack Ryder already? Oh, Jesus. Whoa. What the hell happened, Jermaine? What's going on there? Hello, Fitz. Say words. Hello? Whoa. No, what's Whoa. going on? Headset I think you're on mic. the wrong mic. I think you're on the wrong mic. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, he'll figure it out. He's going to mute. When I was saying adjust your mic, I meant just move it closer to your face because you were too far away. <laughs> Not break it. Um... 
Yeah, the Dean Ambrose thing as well. Pretty interesting about the stalkers and the system they have. Leave Ambrose alone. <laughs> yeah, he said it was on a day off and he was flying to New York and then he got to an airport and there was a lot of fans there waiting for him. And was like, can you sign these? I was like, oh, okay. He's like, I'll sign these for you, but do you have to tell me how you got here and how you knew I was here? I was like, we've got people everywhere, dude. That's frightening. We've got a system, I think, is what they said. Got a system, that. yeah. yeah. Uh, you got, we got a whole system and we got people everywhere. It's amazing. And but did, what does it did, mean? This wasn't a flight that the company had sorted for them because sometimes the company will sort flights and have to travel late on for them. This is one that he literally got himself so he could go see Renee, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Like they apparently he says we've leaks in the travel department that they'll tell fans where people are going, which is insane. It's perfect fit. Um, it's madness. I, I, who are these people? And how much money are they making on selling these autographs? Like he offered, someone said they'd offer him $50 for an autograph or something. Who's paying $50 for depends, It depends on what's being signed. Like, like figures it, and stuff. Figures, I don't figures and stuff would be do much better. But if you get, if you have, they're signing belts, if you get like a belt that has like all the champions that held that belt signed by them, it's worth a lot. Things like that, you know. Mm. Well, if Ambrose says you have to defend this title right here, <laughs> and he throws him into the fucking baggage claim carousel. <laughs> was it Ambrose or Rollins? It was Ambrose. Uh, I had Rollins down earlier. I can't Rollins remember Rollins tweeted thing it. Was. I That's think. Ah, uh, okay. Because uh, I've got something signed by Seth Rollins that uh, if anyone wants, uh, you're more than welcome to it. Look, all Gordo's claimed it. I don't care. Oh. I don't have a PS4, Dibs. <laughs> I have some figures signed by Kevin Owens if anyone wants them Dibs. you know that's 50, 50 euro I have got a 50 euro uh, Dibs, stuff as well, like Dibs you have. I have connections to get you other stuff that I can't say uh, from the giveaway company no I don't <laughs> want your Skittles Gordo Skittles are illegal that's clearly uh, that we definitely did last week really make it obvious what company we're talking about but anyway <laughs> he just shows the logo on the screen <laughs> you you legends partnering <laughs> um, <laughs> with Netflix, right? Did you see that? I, I, haven't, I haven't seen this story. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen this one. Just doing movies for Netflix or something. I was literally trawling through Fightful and go, oh, that looks interesting. So Have basically, I... the the Marine is going up on Netflix. No, there's new new products. Uh, it's called Hello Netflix. You're greenlit, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, but a kid who wants to be a professional wrestler, basically. Put, put, Bray, put Bray Wyatt in a fucking horror film. But you see, he found a cereal that gives him superpower. And he became the spaghetti kid. Um, yeah. The Miz and Bray Wyatt and Cena are going to be in it or something. Strange, they wouldn't just put that on the network. It's supposed to be bigger reach on Netflix. Yeah. Makes sense. And you can be guaranteed the WWE Network logo will be on whatever WWE... Uh, what kind of cereal screen. do you think they'll be using? <laughs> <laughs> that big old bowl. <laughs> The kid has a penchant for a pancake, I believe, as well. <laughs> oh, these are indeed quite delicious ice cream bars. <laughs> I would like you to put the title around my waist, bitch. Becky, this is the story. Oh. It has People. divided opinion. Yeah, now I think people are getting angry at the wrong thing here but oh, look we've ran long and we also have an interview to splice in after this so we'll kind of get through it as quick as we can but basically she was told to apologize to Triple H and Steph she said I'm not doing that shove it up your arse 
which is great. It was very funny. Um, so spend the whole night, comes back out and she's conflicted about the whole thing. Uh, Triple R, Stephanie's line, it's been a long night for everybody. You're like, oh, you podcasters around the world, thank you for that sound drop that you just gave them. <laughs> um, Which you'll hear she... right now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made it yet. Mightn't come up till next week. <laughs> uh, but this thing with, do you remember the new era there, Nikki? I met Nikki earlier on in a, a local establishment. And we were chatting about this. It was only eight weeks ago or something. Mm-hmm. There was this new era was announced. That's gone. Yep. It was nice for it lasted. <laughs> you listen to the fans. He says, Triple H has to shut them out. Calls the fans strangers and says their opinions don't matter. I thought, optics. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky eventually reasons with herself. Uh, there was an odd moment. We put it in the talk. Totes Aki Momo of the week <laughs> where he's like you just have to say two little words and all the crowd are chanting suck it so here you have this young girl looking to advance her career with her two bosses in the ring and the fans advice are the words suck it I thought optics <laughs> all we're missing is the couch <laughs> and Becky broke a little bit as well she started laughing during it uh, she reluctantly apologises uh, despite adding in the caveat that she still thinks McMahons don't want her in the match and doesn't trust them, blah, blah, blah. But the hands are extended. She won't shake it and says, we're on. It's all good to go. She eventually shakes it. Uh, Rhonda comes down to the ring. Triple H tells her to hurry up because they realize they were tight on time. But then Vince McMahon appears, Fitz. He's out. I thought you had strong feelings on this. Look, he's looking at me like I have 10 heads here. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on that? When Vince came out? Yeah, the announcement. Uh, the way I describe this, right? If you're looking at a, a graph of my anger at the storyline, it's probably not as angry as it was last week because I, I can see a small glimmer of hope that the storyline might not be terrible. But Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm clinging to it because it... <laughs> It's not it. It's not getting me hard in the morning if if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, she, but Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, they, he said you've got a bad attitude. You're not the man. I'm the man. Uh, suspended for sixty days, which takes you five days past Mania, and Charlotte gets into the match. Now, in storyline, this is all we're mad at. Okay, it's it's the storyline. I am anyway. Everyone's getting the wrong idea. Anyway, Twitter wrestling Twitter is insane. After saying, in character, this guy, Vince McMahon, the character, said he listened to the fans, blah, 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 blah. And then he takes away the main event that everyone wants. Story makes no sense. What provoked him to take away the match? It's silly. She questioned him. That she didn't trust Steph's old man. Now, let's let's go back. IW doesn't like to do this, but continuity. What? Um, (laughs) When Randy Orton won the Rumble. Ten years ago. He couldn't get fired. Because he had his match at WrestleMania, guaranteed. Uh-huh. No, let's list off Loophole. some of the stuff you done during that. Loophole. <laughs> Becky wasn't fired. They could have just suspended Randy then. Another loophole. <laughs> yep. But they weren't very smart back then. <laughs> They're not very now. smart now. Have you fucking watched the program in the last five years? <laughs> um, essentially, she, is contractually, she has a contractually obligated title match at WrestleMania. 
But which WrestleMania? This is going to spice up the storyline. And now we go to the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here we have Becky Lynch represented by David Otunga. <laughs> oh, oh no. You've got, it's like Mr. Burns' lawyer standing behind McMahon holding up it. We have your visa. <laughs> you're going home. That's why you're, you're the judge and I'm the wrestling-making guy. <laughs> you mean the promoter? Yeah. So is it there's two schools of thought that they're playing it perfectly or that it's a convoluted mess with all the overbearing boss stuff. I, they do I have eight weeks exactly. to fill or whatever. Yeah. Like I mean something needed to happen to fill the gap. The question is I, I want the only question I'm wondering is are they going to end up giving the singles match or is it going to be a triple threat? That's the only yeah. question coming out of this, like yep. I still think Ric Flair's birthday celebration in two weeks is playing into this. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There's a reason yeah. that's a thing and I want yeah. it to be a case of Becky has Rick on the ground with a chair wrapped around his neck <laughs> and literally saying either be a case of put the title shot on the line and literally say fight me for it and come out she's essentially the, the female Finley <laughs> um, or have it be a case of you give up that match or I'm going to break your father's neck and go to that extreme with it I'd go that extreme I won't give a shit mm, I think she's healed though She's People, not. It, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like. I, I think the first side of your story is probably more accurate of what could happen. Ah, I still, I still want, I still want it. I, <laughs> I want her to threaten to break Ric Flair's neck down. <laughs> or do want? Um, yeah, this, this, uh, this whole main event segment though kind of ruined what really big high I had from Raw. Yeah, it, it's just the story makes no sense. They have to fill time with something, and you just knew they'd ruin it. You just, mm-hmm. you just like, come on, this is a home run. They 20, give, so they take away. Literally mm-hmm. 20 minutes before this, they gave me the happiest moment I've had watching Raw in God knows how fucking long. <laughs> Since Tyler Rex left. No, come on, even higher, <laughs> come on, it's better than that. It's better than that. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's yeah, like, I, I enjoyed him leaving too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they had the high of the revival finally with the tag titles. And as in a great match. Knows, Oh, phenomenal so yeah. the, the, these four lads went 40 odd minutes at a house show last week or the week yep. before um, I could easily see judging by the 15 or 18 minutes I think they got this week I could easily see how they done 40 uh, mm-hmm. absolutely incredible but it also shows what we said a couple of weeks ago when they want to shine a light on this division and give it a chance it knocks out well, I haven't seen Smackdown yet but it knocks it out of the park and puts on for me it was the best match on Raw hands down Oh, comfortably. Oh, not even in debate. You know, oh, yeah. uh, I know you said there's a big match happens on SmackDown that's really well worth a watch and stuff, and I look forward to watching it after this, even though it'll get spoiled on me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, this tag match was... There's nothing really to spoil. It's just great. It's yeah. just really good. But, yeah, I think this is the most I enjoyed a match on Raw since the Rollins-Gauntlet match last year. Yeah. Speaking of Gauntlet matches... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but to put, to put a bow... A ribbon on this little piece on back. A Nicky bow. Yeah, Nicky bow. <laughs> what's where are we on this? What's what's the judgment on I'm this? I'm willing to let it play out because I think that they could have like Becky's trying to get into the match could be very good. Yeah. Depending it's on how they go about it. That's it. It's like it's yeah, it's Austin trying to get into stuff that he wasn't supposed to be in. And I saw so. the thing their YouTube clip is like insane amount of down votes. I'm like, that's exactly what they wanted mm-hmm. you to do. Mm-hmm. This is uh, <laughs> you're like people freaking out, but then again the 
oh, you have to play the game on wrestling Twitter where you have to do these follow back things. Your feed can be polluted with utter fucking garbage. <laughs> the shit that was on there on Tuesday morning. My word. Like, have you never seen wrestling before? This is what happens. But you haven't seen a pair of boobs before either. That is true. That except, is true. except they're old. I don't talk about the guys. <laughs> but I tell you, the, the only justification or the only kind of way that we're going to know how good this whole thing is going to be is like Nick said earlier is how it's going to end up if this it does end up in a one-on-one match at Wrestlemania between Becky and Ronda I think it'll have been a very good storyline told over the course of two months which they're very much struggling to do over the last half decade if it ends up in a triple threat then it's been a shit show I don't mind it ending in a triple threat either as long as Becky gets the win over Ronda and they didn't just use it as a cop-out to not let Ronda get a loss. Mm, nah, I, I, I respectfully disagree, Nicholas. Be- mm. Becky will get the pin on Ronda after a natural selection. That's how they would, that's how they would book it. I, yeah. that's why I, I know, but that's, that's fuck finish. To end no, no. WrestleMania, no, I, I prefer I prefer the singles match, but I I'd say I wouldn't mind it being a triple threat either because I know they'd be more comfortable putting it as the main event, so it's more of a chance for it to be the main event. And as long as they do it, the finish right. I don't enjoy main event. I prefer my main events to be one on one. Same here, but they, yeah, they, they with with the with Charlotte being in there, I feel like WWE would be more comfortable putting it in the main event spot. That's because they're fucking idiots. I know, but. Yeah, no. No, I don't, I'm not getting mad at you. I'm just getting wound up <laughs> over them. Uh, but on the flip side of that, if we are going with a triple threat, who does that leave for Asuka? That's believable. F A B U L O U S E S. Boom. 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 <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna have both of your women's titles defended. Is this fucking WrestleMania 20 with the tag titles all over again? McMahon <laughs> in every corner. Throw someone else in there. I tell you, McMahon Look in every corner. Swerve. Let let fucking uh... Shane Strickland. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? <laughs> Perfect. Even better. Let Ruby Riot win the women's title this weekend. I Throw her in the oh, Fatal Four Way Mania. Ruin Boom. the whole thing. No, I tell you. I said it the other. I said it jokingly last night. Ruby Riot is getting uh, is getting screwed over. And we're gonna have or whatever. By uh, no, no, I think by Becky. Becky's going to end up interfering in it. Charlotte uh, said she's at ringside, so I reckon Charlotte's getting attacked from behind at ringside during the match. Yeah, yeah. and that distraction may potentially cost Ruby in some way, shape, or form. Like the ref will miss a pin because he's going out to look at that or whatever, misses a pin that Ruby gets, and uh, so then we'll have Ruby being backed by Stephanie McMahon, who thinks that she's been screwed. Shane will show respect for Becky for all she's done for SmackDown Live down through the years. Vince has Charlotte. And because Triple H needs to protect his big investment, he backs Ronda. McMahon in every corner. Done. So when when we all wanted just a nice singles match, Ronda against Becky, main event. What we're getting now is a fatal four-way with a McMahon in every corner. We are essentially a baby step away from having the championship scramble here. (laughs) (laughs) WrestleMania 2000 all over again. Really? And all the people that didn't win the tag titles are also in the match. <laughs> and, the, and, and all the NXT women are lumberjills. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, I'll throw something out there. My Rollins theory. So you had this promo. Yeah, Rollins said, did babyface things. Paul said, Brock Lesnar things. Whatever. Yada, yada, yada. 
he says, you know, Rollins was saying he doesn't care if WrestleMania is a suicide mission. He'll burn in hell for this. And blah, 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 blah. Super baby face stuff. He said he'll do anything. Do anything to beat Lesnar. Not a prediction. It's a spoiler, he says. And I go, hmm. There was a little, little look on his face, I thought. Ambrose comes out then. Asks from the mic. And he says, I guess we're wondering why I'm out here. And he says, slay the beast. Like, what the fuck's going on here? And apparently he hated his promo and that's all he would do. <laughs> he thought it was hokey. Uh, so Ambrose is a baby face again, all of a sudden, after all the horrendous shit. There was a little smile. He was teaming with Balor at house shows over the weekend. There you go. I'm thinking Rollins' turn at Mania. I think we mm. finally get this thing. Uh, he joins Heyman, as in he will do anything. He'll dance with the devil to win it. So he, all he wants is that title back on TV. And all the raw guys are behind him. He had Strowman last week. He'll have every, a different guy every week telling them, oh, you do it, Seth. Yeah, Dean, who screwed him over after one of the titles, after their buddy was diagnosed with leukemia on the same night. So, I mean, bad blood there, you know. Just a bit. <laughs> I'd say he hasn't forgotten that night. Um, <laughs> but you could turn Rollins into a monster heel here at Mania. And that's where I think they're going. Yeah, yep. I like it. He does work better as a heel. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I gotta admit, though, that promo between the two guys was very well done. Heyman, I know we've heard that same promo promo from Heyman like hundred times, hundred times last years. This one had, I don't know, there was there was something a little different about it. I I liked it. The problem is, can't really put my finger on it, but I like is, it. Is this going to be happening every week now? Because <laughs> Brock Brock isn't going to be there, so you've got God knows how many six eight weeks left till Mania, and you're like, this week. I'd like know. to talk about a different part of my heart and desire. <laughs> oh, look, it's Paul Heyman and Brock isn't here. Arteries of my desire. Yeah. I don't think I went into enough detail last week about how much so, I love you all. So my left ventricle. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, he's hurt though, isn't he? He's out for a month, Rollins. Yeah. That was the story anyway. Hmm. Can we uh, talk about the biggest travesty on Raw though? What's There that? was no Alexa Bliss. A Yay. moment of bliss. That's a good thing. Last week How dare great. you? How <laughs> I, I, dare you? How dare I? You're yes. very close to the mic there. <laughs> How dare you? There you go. <laughs> Rude. That's, you, you got me angry. I raised my voice. What about the 41-minute match that we saw, Fitz? With the six-man tag for nothing. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, knock Gar- 15 minutes off that and give me an Alexa Bliss moment of bliss segment there what, I said it don't at me don't at me don't at him I'm gonna at the fuck out of you here now <laughs> the, um, the six man tag with Corbin and shite and no sticks it meant nothing oh, there was that nothing was so on bad. the line Um, but it did have an interesting part where the referee did the old uh, reverse call so John Cohn was in the ring, didn't spot, even though he was looking straight at the guy's foot on the rope. I think it was Balor getting pinned, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Corbin or, Ga- or your man, uh, Galloway. What's his name? McIntyre. Um, pinned Balor. But he you know, comes out, they're all celebrating. Oh, look, another ref is down to change the call. Pandora's box is open, boys. But they did it just to- in a throwaway match. In a nothing match. So what happens now? At WrestleMania, when someone loses a, a title over this, you're like, why didn't you do that? You did it a few weeks ago on TV. Oh, you changed your you know call. what they're doing? Do you know the way they like to explain the rules to death before a big event? So, like, when the Royal Rumble comes up, they show us, oh, this is how you get eliminated from the Royal Rumble match. I've seen 33 Rumbles and I still don't know, and I need to know every January <laughs> how this works. <laughs> Maybe this is them telling us, hey, do you know what's going to happen in two months' time? 
Here's a preview. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fuck finish for the win. And it'll take the, ref, it'll take the ref too long to run down the ramp that they'll already be out of the ring so they can't reverse it. <laughs> it's Charles Robinson. Stick to the thing. If, if you can get out and out through the crowd before the ref gets into the ring, okay, the, the call stands. Nothing I can do about it. <laughs> but it is, oh, I know what it is. I've literally just thought what it is. It's to allow rematches. So you can have all these non-finishes and we're like, next week we're going to run this one back because the referee said his toe was under the rope. Because he said no automatic rematches. Yeah. So here's some justification. The the one semblance of a new era that we got by getting rid of the rematches they have now gotten rid of. Oh, God, yeah. They couldn't wait. This was all. (laughs) This was all done to keep people away from AEW. That was all it was. They were throwing money and that wasn't working. You go, here's the new era. This is what we're going to do. We're now in the VAR era. Uh, By people, I mean fans (laughs) and wrestlers or whatever. Uh, The VAR era. Uh, That's what it is. Oh, boy. Before we do predictions, because we're going awful long this week. Yeah, and I really need to order a Chinese and go for a piss. Kofi Kingston. VIP. MVP, you mean? No, he's a very important person. That too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, they had to go into the match which is stupid in itself because why would you risk injury or energy for a shot at nothing when you could leave it until Sunday and have it for the title you have the same chance of being first as you have being fifth wait no hang on no. so Kofi's Kofi's Co- in Kofi replaces Mustafa Ali in both matches essentially so this going into the match was set up the elimination chamber match uh, Mustafa Ali got a concussion over the weekend so Kofi stepped in for him well it was a member of the New Day and we all know how they do things. Their plan, their mantra is for Kofi Kingston to win the world title. And that's yep. all they want out of life. So Kofi mm-hmm. went in. Uh, it sucks a bit for Mustafa Ali because that would have been a great spot for him. They would have. He would have had, probably had the exact same thing. Yeah. He probably would have went the whole way. So. There's no way they were rewriting that. It was too good. Yep. So he beat Brian. They did a long match with Brian. It was like 25 minutes. Well, that's what it mm-hmm. felt like. It was a no, long it was, match. It was long, yeah. Like three ad breaks or something. Yeah. Um, next was... Jeff... Jeff and Jeff. then Joe. So he got past Jeff and Joe. He snuck past Joe. Um, yeah. AJ comes out there. Uh, and AJ... Joe was beating him down after the match. Mm, and then yeah. AJ came down for the stop. Uh, he was like, you don't have to do this. Stay down, stay down. They did the, the tease, the count outs. AJ would throw him out of the ring. And Kofi would barely make it back in for the 10 count. Uh, eventually loses there. And then we all knew what was going to happen. Orton was the one left. Mm-hmm. So RK out of nowhere. Uh, boom. We, well, we knew it was going to happen because it was literally 30 seconds left. To yeah, the show. I think and, they got uh, off the air with about two seconds to spare. <laughs> um, ECW style. So how are they not timing out these shows properly? I, this fucking baffles me. How every this week... was Nicky, you watch it live as well. Yeah. Like, what? there's still a guy left, and there's three minutes left of the show, and then you're like, <laughs> okay, we're down. It's it in our time. It's two fifty nine a.m. here, and there's still Orton to come out yet. What are they going to do? Um, but it was it was really good. Like I figured, what they should have done was had some way to catch AJ and Kofi gets to the last, and then RKO to nowhere, and that was it. Uh, I think that would have made it even better. But ah, mm. oh, so good. So I'm starting mm. it here now. Hashtag Kofi Kingston for champ. <laughs> I'm on the hype train. He needs to win it. I'm he needs to it. win it. He will, it. but just not right now. I'd love it. I'd love if they did. You know, so by... that's your prediction for um, uh, Chamber, yeah. I won't lock it in. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're, <laughs> your pancake's vegan. 
Because, I mean, you've got a pretty... There you go. Selling sugary treats to kids. <laughs> Brian won't like that. There's your food. <laughs> Boom. Go to kids. The only way I think that I, I would like to see that... Well, I'd, I'd love to see Kofi Bajan, but... You know the way I'm always saying that they need a new day to break up? Just as Kofi's about to win the title. No, Nicky, no, I won't be able to handle that. <laughs> no, they can't do a David Starr on him. <laughs> oh, Xavier screws him out of the title or something. Oh, it'd be so good. I'd want to cry. <laughs> must never, we've talked about it. I don't want them to break up. We'd like to have an amicable, we're still boys. It would here. be nice for that to happen for once rather than the whole breakup feud. You don't yeah. need a breakup feud yeah. every time. But like, why would they want, why would they want to break up, you know, in real life? You know, one of them can take a night off every night. Yeah. Preserving their bodies, making a hell of a, hell of a lot of money for the company and themselves. Can't exactly have Xavier turn heel and have this uh, super baby face gaming channel either, you know? He'll, come out, he'll just come out with a black trombone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is and, Francesca Noir <laughs> um, go to predictions then we'll, we'll call it a night I think because we're fucking long here uh, yeah, actually just, just yeah, before, we before we go to predictions <laughs> the ongoing hardcore title now that Revival have won the tag titles is that the worst moment uh, the title anymore? should be held in abeyance <laughs> <laughs> no it, it stands it's, it's, no, it's it defended stands. itself it stands, still stands. Yeah. I don't Raining. think. I, as much as I love it, I don't think them winning the tag titles is enough yet. No, no. It's okay. what the they reason do. they won the tag titles was purely out of fear and it's like, oh shit, you really want to go? Fine, we'll give you the belts. Yeah, the Canellas have been on TV every day or every time or every week. I can't even speak sometimes. <laughs> every week since that story came out, they've been on TV. The revival of one titles. Dean Ambrose is allowed to change his promos. They're doing anything for these people. They will yeah. keep anyone. Zack Ryder is getting the tag title run. That's going to happen. <laughs> he is fucking not. And I'm here for it, Gordo. My allegiances to the Revival are not as strong as they are to Zack oh, Ryder. Oh, Steve versus Gordo on the streets of Galway brawling after <laughs> WrestleMania. It's, fuck, it's five fucking... five in the morning. Like, it's rag week and everything. We'll get a fucking crowd and everything. <laughs> we'll, we'll still draw more than Ring of Honor. <laughs> Like half five in the morning and Gordo I knew he said, I knew we'd organised a fight in their square but like I'm too tired and I don't really care all that much can we just call this whole thing off <laughs> <laughs> the big screen they bring yeah. into All-Ireland oh, revival to win the revival the best revival number one <laughs> um, is there any contender this week the 41 minute match maybe that's all I could really put in there but yeah nothing was atrocious and Smackdown had three segments so <laughs> <laughs> just the 41 minute match bad 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 uh, nothing was offensively oh the Elias thing that was atrocious Elias oh, and Lucha I didn't Tr- mind it it was bad though it was bad Ladies I don't think gentlemen, the, we set Elias. the bar too high I think this thing can go all the way to the Royal Rumble <laughs> <laughs> my heart tells me it won't but my god it's tough competition to beat this I'm sure Lashley will do something again oh, I mean you Christ. would literally have to bring out Lashley's sisters again to talk <laughs> the longer it goes put past the, them in fairness. <laughs> the longer this goes as the reigning defending worst moment of the year the harder it is it's going to be to take the title off maybe they can do a Bailey this is your life segment with featuring the Lashley sisters oh Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Really need to have sisters, this is your life. <laughs> Actually, 
if that's advertised beforehand, I'm putting it in the group chat. Lads, title change. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we forgot to mention a video package from Kevin Owens. He's going to be back in around a month. Mm. Ah. Back before Mania. Supposedly. Well, he said it. He said he'd be back in a month, but he just doesn't know where he's going to be. Hmm. And the... So he'd be back for Fastlane by the looks of it. Guess so. The other thing then was the women's qualifying matches where the person who was pinned <laughs> enters first. Yeah. Oh, this is the most stupid fucking match of my ever. Oh heard. my god. Two of them. Yeah. To me so the idea, remember, one more time for the people in the cheap seats. The idea is that if you lose the match, if you're pinned, your team starts in the chamber first. To me, triple threat. To, to triple threat, yeah. Tamina broke a pinfall. Why would she break up a pinfall? Think about it. She got that. no brain. She was like, oh no, I, I don't want that particular team to start first. What? Let them get pinned. Mm-hmm. I, one time I'll ever praise the Iconics. They didn't get involved in the match at all. That was clever. Yep. yep. Why would you go into the ring? Get off the apron. Yep. Quite literally, just go backstage. Yeah, yeah, just, leave. Yeah. just leave. Why are you out I'm there? done. Yeah. That but stipulation only makes sense. In a one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. It's like, triple threat match, I, I, I can sit out here and do nothing, and I have the same chance as I did before this match started of being sixed out. Great. Sound. Mighty. I'll do that then. Yep. <laughs> Tamina, I'll break up this pinfall. You fucking <laughs> clown. Who booked that? <laughs> um, and she had her promo where she kept jumping over Nia Jax. Did you hear that as well? It was on oh, SmackDown. Jesus Christ. Nia was trying to tell the story of the tale, and Tamina uh... keeps jumping over her. It's... She is dog shit, that one. But pockets. Pockets. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't even remember. Sparkplug Bailey took a pinfall anyway. I can't remember who the other one. I wrote it down somewhere here. Uh, it was some Sonya, was it? It's Mandy or Sonya. They lost anyway. So. Yeah. They lost. Yeah. It's, it's Sasha Bailey against Mandy and Sonya. I remember, what, I remember so, when he was saying it anyway. An elimination yeah. chamber match. <clears throat> anyway, we have to get through these. You pumped, lads. Pumped now. So quick, pumped. Bring it on. Ooh. Quick fire. Quick, quick, no, quick fire. No gaps. Boom. Just no go, gaps go, go, through. Go, 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 go. Fitz is going to leave a gap. Look at him. He's looking at it already thinking about his gap that he's going to leave between these things. <laughs> uh, start from the bottom and work your way up on this, though. Yeah, that's what I'm doing here. Cool. Uh, Corbin Strowman. 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 Fuck you, Fitz. Corbin. I swear to God. <laughs> Probably Corbin, actually. I don't know why. Find a way to screw him over. Yeah. Uh, Miz and Shane against the Usos the titles. Miz man. MacMiz TV. Usos. Ooh, Usos, I think, as well. Via mm. DQ. <laughs> <laughs> um, icy title then. It's a handicap match, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush against Finn Balor. Finn Balor pins Leo Rush, comes out on Raw, and there's the whole thing of you didn't pin the champ and gets stripped of the title. No, they, they've no. already said specifically that if they? he pins Leo, yeah. he gets, he's champ. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Balor pins Rush, and we're getting a rematch one on one at Mania. I was going to yeah. say you will get the rematch if he pins Rush. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's I'm going to say Balor wins the title at Mania, so I'm going to go Lashley to retain. Not sure how yet. This is weird. I'm mean, saying the exact same thing as you. Stop so you reading my mind. Nick and Gordo. <laughs> Nick and Gordo have agreed with each other all the way through, and we've done the same. Are we going to team every... up for once? <laughs> yeah. did, we, did we just become best friends? <laughs> team predictions. Yeah. Um, this player, player. The, the, the good stuff then. The 
tag match the elimination chamber for the first ever tag team titles where tag team rules are not involved uh, I am going to say something this is where me and Nikki are probably going to differ for the first time but I think it'll be iconic that's exactly what I was about to say but... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm torn between Iconics and Sasha and Bailey. I reckon Iconics won it here and then Sasha and Bailey beat them at Mania that is exactly but... my train of thought get out of my head <laughs> I'm, I have a similar train of thought here <laughs> does anyone think Sasha and Bailey wins yep you do yeah you sir are incorrect <laughs> <laughs> I would rather they give this to an actual tag team. Yeah, either Riot Squad or Iconics. I'd like to see. Get, yeah, and um, I don't see it being the Riot Squad. I think it's going to be Brand versus Brand at Mania, which makes sense for it to be a SmackDown team. Ergo, Iconic. That's the way I look at it. I think someone who does need it is Riot Squad. That would give them a little bit of legitimacy. The stat that came out this week: Ruby Riot. That was her thirteenth match of the year, and the first time she's won a match all year. <laughs> That's crazy. So there's someone that could need it. The natural disasters don't need it because they're the natural disasters. Nia Jackson, Tamina. I think they win it. And that's your match. Sasha and Bailey against the natural disasters at um, WrestleMania. Mm. And, and then we have a women's match featuring two of the horse women as the piss break match on Mania. Congratulations, <laughs> WWE, if you do that. We're going to have a women's match main event, but it's also going to be the piss break because we have the give and the takeaway. Yep. <laughs> I, I think Nia Jackson to Mina because it sounds awful and it sounds like something they'd do. <laughs> yeah. I can't see anyone else there. Iconics, yeah, but yeah, maybe. Iconics but work. They're terrible. Iconics win off the fact of Nia and Tamina lay out Sasha and Bailey after they get eliminated by them. Maybe, yeah. They're the final three. The Iconics have already shown that they're playing it smart by not get, by not tagging into this match, as you were saying. Um obviously I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, so the final three is Iconics, Hug Life, and The Unnatural Disasters. And um, Bailey gets a fluke roll-up win, I would say, to me, or on Naya. And as Naya kind of half goes to kick out. Naya roll-up. <laughs> okay, sorry. A, a, a turnover. So Naya likes turnovers. Um, and Kananaya pushes her off as the tree count happens, so obviously she gets eliminated, but as she pushes off, she gets pushed straight into a super kick from Tamina. But, uh, Sasha comes in, try and act all tough like a boss, gets dropped with a drop from one of them. Uh it doesn't get drop the first word. Drop. Yeah, it doesn't get it doesn't get the first word because of who it is. Um, it's just, just to, to them it's just a drop. And yeah, then uh like Becky the ref, just does a whip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah so they the, the unnatural disasters get dragged out of the ring by the referees leaving just one referee and one of the iconics slides in for a quick pin when the other two are laid out not bad Brooklyn yeah. um, I think of this shit on the fly it's too <laughs> hard it's three I, hours of TV it's too hard Gordon too, too hard, hard Gordon yeah I, I, I uh, fuck them all they're fuck off <laughs> uh, roll him his title then yeah, well, Rousey. 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 Moving on. Uh, <laughs> world title match. Well, before you do, does Charlotte get involved? Um, I, I reckon the way I said she's at ringside, she's like antagonizing and then gets attacked from behind my Becky. Only yeah. she gets involved in the actual match itself. Yeah, or, maybe afterwards. Or, 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 or they do the whole thing. The three of them are brawling as this could main event. You never know. Um, the three of them are brawling as the show goes off the air. And that's how you said it. Uh, don't think it's the main event. I, I no, but 
men's elimination chamber is one of the main event in this. The pay per view is called Elimination Chamber. You have to finish it with Elimination, elimination Chamber. Women's tag. Really? Oh. You have to finish with the chamber match. What kind of work are you going to have in that match? The, the dude of women. Man. It's her historic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So sexist, Nick. But I think that's what could happen. You could have all three of them, and Ruby's just there as fodder. She's already gone. She slid out. She's taken a powder outside the ring. She's gone. Uh, uh, or you could set up a match where you're going to have the strange bedfellows of Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda have a match against the whole Riot Squad on Raw at some stage, or at Fastlane. Christ! Oh my God! Oh no! I can see that. They shouldn't have. Don't give them ideas. Ronald follows us. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they shouldn't have. They should have had the thing like the Rock and Austin that time. Rock and or Austin can only hit someone if he's physically provoked. <laughs> they should not have Rousey and Lynch go anywhere near each other. And yeah. it should be the first time they get at each other. It should be at many and you, you start with the dueling punches. But anyway, it's too hard. Three hours of TV is too hard. Too hard. Too hard. Can't do it. Can't be done. Can't do it. Um, can't do it. Can't do it. You do know your horse like. Oh, I don't know my horse. I know my horse I like. This is gonna travel, lads. Gonna travel oh, really well. Travel so well. <laughs> uh, it, it'll be like the time where we done all the apre match stuff. <laughs> yeah. J Dog loved it. Everyone else was like, "What the fuck are these lads on?" <laughs> Brian Styles, Joel Orton. Hardy and future champion Kofi Kingston. Uh, Ollie, you go first. Give me time to think because I'm still trying to process the whole fact of Kofi being in instead. I wonder would they do it? I don't think they would. No, I'm, I'm sticking with Daniel Bryan. I'm playing safe. Mm. Uh, I'm have He's to the obvious choice. He's the obvious choice. I don't see a title change here unless there's a, a swerve slash return Shea surprise entry. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about that swerve. Um, <laughs> like to put it into context, and I, I, I know some. I'm going to give some betting odds. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Will we, will we allow that? Go for it. So, spoiler: if people don't like betting odds, turn away for the next 15 seconds. Daniel Bryan is one to five to win. <laughs> next is Orton eight to one, Styles nine to one, Samojo eleven to one, Kofi fourteen to one, Jeff sixteen to one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Sky better never usually wrong about these things especially with odds like this Daniel Bryan's retaining unless we check it on the day maybe but yeah I think Bryan retains it wouldn't make any sense to drop it here I'm going to go Brian retains and I'm going to do a quick little booking thing I know we're running a bit late but Brian wins it's too hard Gordo it's too hard and now bear in mind I have come up with this since I said give me a minute um, right so Brian wins and we have already planted the seed of we don't know where Kevin Owens is Daniel Bryan versus the face Kevin Owens at Wrestlemania for the title but how I is am Kofi, erect right now how is Kofi Kingston going to win the title if, if other people are fighting for the title right? <laughs> Kofi, Kofi's winning money in the bank and he's winning the money in the bank cashing I'll allow it and, and again two booking ideas in the space of two minutes lads <laughs> it's too hard where's my contract it's too hard Gordo too hard oh. it, can't do it I'd, I'd be hard if we got the Ebrae versus Owens at Mania to be honest uh, <laughs> anyway two hours in jokes. now if we include the other stuff Gordo Plug me up. Okay, well, if... Uh... Seriously? Seriously? <laughs> if you want to get... 
<laughs> Seriously, uh, if you want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can get us on most good podcast apps. So we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, we have TuneIn Fixed. You can also get us on iTunes. We're also on Google Podcasts. You can watch anywhere any of them feed into, which is most of the internet. Uh, if you want to get more of our wrestling coverage, you can catch us on Twitter. It's Ash2BitWrestling. Uh, if you want to get our main website, our main hub, which has one article posted in the last three months we will get more I swear to Jesus uh, it's 2bitsports.com on the internet and yeah make sure to follow us for all of your uh, wrestling goodness lovely um, any words of wisdom uh, for the week that's in it um, I'm going to share I'm just going to share a little poem that I was taught uh, from my father as a young fella um well, I say young fella. I'm quite young now, so it was only a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, debatable. Fuck yeah, off. Oh, I'm, younger, I'm the youngest out of four of us. You so are. Like, I'll give you that. Um, but yeah, it was just a quick little poem he, he, he gave me um, for the week that's in it. And it goes, uh, it, it, it's a traditional enough old poem. It's, roses are red. Trump hates Hispanics. <laughs> in this house, we obey the laws of thermodynamics. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> like, oh my god! I can't do any more edges. That <laughs> I like it. Uh, oh, the Apu one was good too. Do you want me to read the list? What was that? Uh, no, go ahead, give us the Apu one again, Gordo. Yeah, uh, well, the people need to hear this. Is it the uh, roses are red, violets are blue, for no reason? Here's Apu. Who's <laughs> the other one? Uh, oh, oh, you mean the uh, roses are red, violets are blue? Who needs the quickie mart? I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? If you want, we, I may end up tweeting some of these from our Twitter account yeah. over, over Valentine's Day. And if I come up with any more, which I inevitably do most years. <laughs> People again, will be on the edge of their seats. Again, that's Ash 2-Bit Wrestling. <laughs> um, call it a day. Um, thanks again to Sean Ryan actually for coming on he was good crack now and sound of him take a bit of time out I get him on again now next time he does something fancy mm. <laughs> I have to send him that video actually I never got a chance to do it I'll do it now anywho that'll do it next week doing this is the last week of hangouts hopefully we'll see <laughs> see but I think it's good I think it's fine uh, next week we'll be doing it live on the intertubes. Not, no, no, not, not, not like Edge and Lita live, like a podcast live. Yeah, on Mixler, uh, through Discord. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 I thought I thought I was going to have a very productive Valentine's Day. I was going to be fucking doing a live on the air, like <laughs> <laughs> skittling like a boss. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. So many illegal. <laughs> but even if we don't go live, we can record it there. Yep. Oh my god, did we just play a bit of a Ronda Rousey promo? 